to the Decision Real Movie Review Podcast, where we try and fail to review movies of today and yesterday. This week, just me and Tara. Again, we're doing uh, duo episodes here. I guess the uh, the holidays have gotten to a lot of people. Life. Life, sickness, Life. health problems, tired, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> this week, we are on episode 147. We're so oh. So that means we are three away from fifty, which is the it's going to be the last one of the year too, isn't uh, it? If you do the math, uh, probably yeah. Look at that. There might be some things in order for that. Maybe of something kind of cool. I don't know, but hey, stay tuned. This week, though, episode one forty-seven is going to be different than what we promised last week. If you listened, uh, we had again people out sick, all good. Doesn't matter. Train keeps rolling. We are doing the Santa Claus to kick off. The holiday season. The good old a Tim Allen Santa Claus. I don't know if it's you or if it's me, but this is now like the main Christmas movie I watch. This is so I, I've talked about this on the show before, especially in the Christmas Eve or the holiday season. I've talked about this. I put my Christmas movies in tears. Mm. And this was actually really early for me to watch this movie because I saved my top tier Christmas movies for the week of Christmas. I got you. This is in my top tier. A Muppet's Christmas Carol is in my top tier. Okay. Elf and the Grinch. The, like, those are usually my, that's the week of Christmas top tier movies. What's kind of cool or kind of weird, not weird, but kind of different than a lot of people, you just said a lot of movies that are, like, newer, right? Like, a lot of people, when they're thinking about Christmas Christ- movies, they're thinking yeah. of Christmas Story, they're yeah. thinking It's a Wonderful Life, you know, stuff like that. And now, I mean... The Santa Claus is Rosebud. That's what? in early nineties, yeah. right? Ninety four. Yeah. So, it, so not new, new, but, but you can think of it being the new style of kind of Christmas movies that aren't classics, but in reality, I'm not this is a, a, a classic. I'm not a big older movie fan in general, and, and by older I mean like the like the black and whites. Okay. The, okay. Like like I do. No st- Casablanca for you. I do still watch Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, but I watch the the color. I watch the new one. Sure. But it's not obviously. New, yeah, yeah. but it's the newer one. New, newer, um, but I in technical. But I do sometimes still watch, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Um, I throw in a Christmas Vacation, you know, in there with the Griswolds, um, and then I have even newer ones in there that I like, like the Noel movie with Anna Kendrick, which okay. is super cute. I heard those are. And um, there was one that came out. Now I'm blanking on the name of it, but it came out. It had Kristen Stewart in it and Dan Levy. I like Dan Levy. It like was it was like just last year. It's a was new it a it's like kind of movie. No, no, it's it's on like Hulu or something. Okay, maybe uh, I'll have to look it out because I, I mean I do like it, Dan Levy. I, I keep wanting to say that it just is like this Christmas or something, but it's it's not. I mean, I guess it might be. That sounds familiar. But I like I really like that one, and that's mm. in my that's now in my rotation. Sure. And I like Four Christmases, mm-hmm. which was my pick for last season. Last holiday season. It's all wow. We're already back. <laughs> It was quick. Mm-hmm. That revolution around the sun was pretty it quick. It really is, though. I don't like it. Cause... I was just talking today about something that happened eight years ago, because like today was the anniversary of it, and okay. I was like, how was this eight years ago? Right. It it's just didn't, it didn't, we're here. Yeah. yeah. 
Time flies when you're having fun or having no fun at all. It just keeps going. Yeah, because it was, technically was a negative thing that happened eight years ago, but it was See. one of those things where it was like, <laughs> Exactly. Before the reels do fall off, however, and we get it deep into this, if you've listened to us before or if you have not, check us out on our social media sites at The Decision Reel. Go on our website, www.thedecisionreel.com. Find our merch tab. You can help us if you want to buy a T-shirt, buy a hat, buy a cup, buy some stickers, what have you. We got merch out there. Uh, that's the only way you can kind of get to us right now and help us out. Uh, you can also go to our website, like I said, and check out all our past reviews, past episodes, uh, and some other episodes on there that are kind of kind of special. Uh, but the this obscure mo- ones. Yeah, the, the obscure. <laughs> but this one here, like I said, the Santa Claus, the plot of said movie. When a man inadvertently makes Santa fall off his roof on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. <laughs> I want to talk about this for a second. This is the only thing in the whole Santa Claus, I guess, universe, because now there's two more movies in the TV show, which is in its second season. That Santa that falls off his roof, did nobody like him? Because they moved on. No one remembers they moved him. On. Well, think about it. No one talks about him. No one says a word about this guy. But we also don't know how many they've had. Okay, so there's a scene I mean, when they're in the Santa Claus uh, room, mm-hmm. and if you look on the wall, there's different paintings of different looking Santa Clauses. So maybe so those are the obviously ones, those are the ones that have gone through. So they've done this, you know, like they know shit happens. Sure, but doesn't but it seem also, like? But why also is this the first Santa where they decide to come up with ways to protect him? That, right, that's what I'm <laughs> like, saying. Like, why do they like, like the him more? Retardant, like suit and. They give him the parachute or whatever it is in case he falls. But this one, like, he literally just gets startled on the roof, like, oh, somebody spotted me and and falls off. And and is dead. That's what I'm, okay, that's the second question. Is he deceased? Or does he, like, go back into his timeline and continue to? And so he's a normal person? Right. As though it doesn't, like, it never happened? Well, let's look at the third movie, right? Because this is canon then. Yeah. When Jack Frost Frost takes over, Scott Calvin goes back to where he was living. And he starts, like, he doesn't have the weight and the beard. Like, it starts going back. Right. To now, I don't counting. remember. Is it in that moment, or does he go back in time to when they took the suit? I don't think he... Because they do go back in time to when, so Jack Frost takes the suit, but, but I'm I saying... But I don't think he goes back in time. Right, he just keeps... kids are older and stuff, I think, still, right? Oh, that's right. He's in place in time when he loses the suit because he doesn't remember what happened in the past to his wife, his son, all this, because he's catching back up to him, and his his wife in the movie doesn't even know him. So didn't so the, did that Santa fall off the roof? And now he's just in a life he has no familiarity with. That's what I'm saying. But also, where have not, you been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? It's or been gone. Uh, but also, how long are you Santa Claus? Right? Because those those elves have been there for you. Have the one Judy who makes him the the chocolate hot chocolate, and she says it's taken me 1,200 years to perfect the recipe. Well, and Santa doesn't. I mean, they. Are like immortal at that point, I guess, unless or you fall are, off a fucking roof. Hold on, or are they? Right, because if you're watching this canon, right, in inside this, sure. obviously Tim Allen as an actor is aging in real life while you're watching this, so they're not like making him look any younger. So to me, no, but essentially, he does have so much makeup and the beard and everything on. Most right, of the right, time. but Mrs. Claus and everybody, they're having kids and they're growing up, so essentially, they're aging. You can't just have a kid and then it, what does it do? It stops at a certain point? Like, is there's a cutoff at like, hey, I'm 30 and I don't age anymore until we leave the Santa Claus, the North Pole, which is funny that it's an actual pole. I know. That comes out. That's the North Pole. It's it's just a calculator. Um, 
but even Tim Allen in interviews has addressed that there are holes in 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 the story. He's yeah, like, no. look, we can't explain them all. I know even that there are not like there are flaws. And I'm okay with it because <laughs> this is it's not supposed to be a serious movie, obviously. No, it's right? about Santa Claus. Right. But also if you're gonna call it the Santa Claus and then have in We need the whole writing, yeah, where's we the rest need, of it? I need to know, does this guy die? Does he get put back I in place? I do like the play I, I I don't think that I realized until, I mean, when this movie came out, we were young. 94. And I don't think I realized until, like, later years, like, the claws. The Yeah, claws. claws right. Yeah, was like. Yeah, that was one of those, like, you see those memes where it's just like, what did you find out later in life that you were, like, about, embarrassed it's about? Like it's like, one. the Santa Claus was actually about But I'm not claw. embarrassed because I was young. Yeah, you're not going to know. You don't know no. law and shit and. But binding now, contracts. Now I love it. I think it's such a cool like play on. It's a great concept it. for a movie mm-hmm. when you think about it. And you, if you if you take a step back, almost this movie could have been completely different, mm-hmm. right? So we were supposed to do the movie Violent Night this week. Watching that movie, then watching this movie kind of back to back, makes you kind of think: What if they did make this movie a little more like not darker. risque but darker? Right? Like, hey. I just killed Santa Claus, and now I'm Santa Claus. And I can do whatever I want because I'm the boss. Oh, my God. And can you imagine if anybody else found out? Like that one kid. So if I want to be Santa Claus, all I have to do is wait and knock you off a roof. Right, and just put the cl- the fucking suit on. It's a risky game. As soon as that gets out, that's a risky little game you're playing. Well, who finds out about it in the third <laughs> movie like we just talked about? Jack Frost figures it out and does it. And what does he do? He creates Christmas as like a place to go, a destination, if you remember. Which, come on, that was kind of tight. I- Look, I'm a sucker for Martin Short, so I'm a sucker for Martin Short. Of the movies, Uh, they could have left that one out. I would rather watch the third one. Really? I don't like the second one. You don't like Robot Santa? I don't like the 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 main elf in that movie. The fat kid. I don't remember his name. Because what's his face is still in it. He's still in it, it. but he's barely in it. The other kid is more predominant. The the fatter elf. The one who is in the um. Yeah, like a Disney Channel movies and stuff. The kid. Yeah. With Bruce Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I wasn't a fan of his either. Like I, in those movies, he was annoying. I can't think of like other stuff that he had done as he got older, but I feel like he always bugged me. Even yeah, I just he, don't like. Even yeah. when he was just a future character in something, I was like, yeah. get out of here. So it's where to watch? Blurry. Where to watch the Santa Claus? If you have a subscription to Disney Plus, that is on there with all the other uh, movies and. The TV show, which is now the Santa Claus. I still haven't watched that. I just don't uh, think that's going to be my vibe. I, I checked out a Tim Allen um, halfway through uh, Last Man Standing. Yeah, that's and his right wing. It's just sometimes. I mean, on both sides, really. Like, I feel like sometimes it's any too much. shows or something can yeah. can go too far. Straddle the line of in between. Right. Or even just comments. Like That's it doesn't need to be like joke about one side, joke about the other, so everybody's included. Mm-hmm. You don't need to push your agenda. We're yeah. It's it's a business, right? So what are you trying to do? You're trying to have everybody watch it, toe the line you of cover everything. multiple demographics. Exactly. Like. Uh if you don't have a subscription to Disney Plus, you can watch it on Amazon, YouTube, Philo, Google Play, Apple TV, and Redbox, but you'll have to rent it. Uh also Voodoo's on there. This is written by Leo. Ben Venuti and Steve Rudnick. They also wrote Space Jam and Kicking and Screaming. <sighs> Space Jam, that's a good one. Basketball um, Jones. But not so not the other Santa Claus. Basketball Jones. Hmm. So this was directed. Has it been a different I mean, I guess we wouldn't know unless we looked. Has it been a different writer for all three Santa Clauses? 
I can find out if you want me to. I don't want to that... look in case I see right, something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I, can, I can look it Although up. Although, technically, I, don't, I only need to look up the second and third one. Right? True, and I don't think we're going to do... I don't expect it. You might pick the third one since you've got some Martin Short vaccinations. I, yeah, I do. I just, I love Martin Short. He just, he just knows how to tickle my fancy. So the Santa Claus 2 was the same guys, Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick. I don't know why what it wouldn't. Guy? Maybe they were just saying he did the Santa Clauses. That's weird. On their filmography, it doesn't say that. It just shows the Santa Claus and then Space Jam and then Damon huh. kicking the stream. It doesn't say... Santa Claus too, but it they're they're written, or sorry, it, on uh, Wikipedia it shows them as okay. Hold on, they did the story, then their screenplay uh, is by some other people. Hmm. So th- so maybe didn't actually write any of it. They're just saying that they did the story. The story and came then, from him because yeah, yeah, it, yeah. he did the first one. And then the Santa Claus three is based on characters created by Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick, but written by Ed Dechter and John J. Strauss. Okay. Sure. Um, This is directed, though. Let me see if the other ones are directed. So, Santa Claus 3 was directed by Michael Lembeck, and Santa Claus 2, Michael Lembeck. This movie, though, is directed by John Pasquin. Hmm. He's also directed Jungle to Jungle, Joe Somebody, and Miss Congeniality 2. He's also directed 39 episodes of Home Improvement and 73 episodes of Last Man Standing. I feel like there's a connection there. What do you think that connection would be? Mm, I don't know. Mm, maybe maybe Probably maybe, maybe Tim Allen? the studio. Or the studio. No, it's good, it's good, <laughs> definitely. So the guy that did the Santa Claus 2 and 3 has also directed The Tooth Fairy, which is terribly That's bad. The Rock. With The Rock. Uh, and then television, he's made some TV movies. Uh, nothing. The Bling Ring. Oh, oh what's I just watched that. A Nutcracker, Nutcracker oh. Christmas. Snow Day in 2022. I'm assuming that that's it's like a, a Disney Channel yeah, or something. Yeah, it is. He's also directed a bunch of TV shows. Let's see if there's anything good. He did 24 episodes of Friends. Uh, Caroline in the City, wow, I completely forgot about that show. He did five episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, Veronica's Closet, you remember that? Yes. That was old, wow, this is getting... Two Guys, a Girl, Pizza Place, he did 22 episodes of that. Uh, He's got something for everybody on there. Yeah, he really does. According to Jim, he did. Californication, Hot in Cleveland. Oh, Jesus. Baby Daddy, Mystery Girls, Mr. Robinson, One Day at a Time. Okay, I don't know He's also acted in a lot of stuff, too. Holy shit, this guy's busy. Good for him. What is wow, he Wow, just like? living his life behind the scenes. Lately, oh, my right? God, that guy. I know this guy. What? I, let me find a better... Well, no, See, I, if the bling ring is about those high school students, like, back in the day that robbed a bunch of celebrity houses. That guy look familiar to you? Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff and done a lot of stuff. Good for him. Do you Just staying that? busy. Uh, yeah. That's what the movie's about, because they were called The Bling Ring. What was it on? Because it said a TV movie. Something. I've seen it come on, like, one like one or two of the streaming things. Like, it's, I watched it on streaming, and I didn't have to pay for it. So, uh, but it's it's got, like, um, Emma Watson's in it, and she's... Like- 
playing this like L.A. high school valley girl, and it's so silly to watch. She's that so is not a TV movie. That's a full released movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Unless the, I mean, unless they did a the bling ring something else. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that was 2013. Yeah, I know. I've seen this movie. It's really so silly. Like the people in it are silly. Like yeah. the acting, but I think it's an interesting story. It's wild that they got away with it for so long, honestly, and got so much stuff out of it. Well, I just learned something. So the main girl, have you watched any of the, the Nun movies? No. Have uh, you seen no. the first couple seasons of American Horror Story? Yes. So the the house one, you know how the girl that's in the house with the guy who oh, yeah. like shot himself? Well, yeah, I just watched The Bowling Ring, so I know who you're talking about. Uh, Tyessa Farminga Yeah, she her name. lives with Emma Watson in the movie. Sure. I didn't know that she's the daughter of somebody from, are you a co-op? Who's she the daughter of? The the main chick that was the psychologist. Uh, oh, they look alike. So yeah, that now, makes total now it, sense. it's like yeah. it just clicked. Total sense. Because her last name's Farminga, and you're not gonna forget well, that. Well, I didn't know that the guy in the show, The Boys. Which character? The guy, the boy whose girlfriend died. Like that's how the show. Oh starts. yeah, yeah, Meg Ryan. I didn't son. know he was Meg Ryan's son until like this week. Yeah. I had no idea. Because you saw that same article that's everywhere. Because she was like. He's not. He's doing it on his own. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't do shit. He's been a lot of which stuff. Which makes sense to me because I didn't even know they were fucking related. You know, his dad so. is. Well, if it's Meg Ryan's son, then it would be. Oh my god, I can't remember now who her life included. Pretty sure it's Kurt Russell. Is it? I think it is. What's his, What's his name? No, Kurt Russell is with Goldie uh, Hawn. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, 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 what the fuck's his name? What's his last name? I don't know. It's not Ryan. <laughs> I don't think. Quaid. Donald Dennis, Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Donald Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Same thing. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> right. Uh, he looks a little bit more like him. You're right. The Santa Claus is rated PG for a few crude moments. And they're definitely all from Tim Allen. Being crude. Uh, nope. Not looking. I mean, that's... It's, I mean, I it's, like, it's prime I, home improvement, Tim Allen. Yeah. And it's not, it wasn't like, kids. Nothing, nothing was like, like as a kid watching this, I wouldn't have picked up on those things. There's one thing that they actually took out of this movie and we're going to get to that in Steve's fun facts later. Yeah. yeah it's going to be good. This movie though is starring Tim Allen as Scott Calvin. Eric Lloyd is Charlie Calvin. Wendy Crewson is Laura Miller. Judge Reinhold as Dr. Neil Miller. I guess I didn't know they got married. I thought they were just together. His ex-wife. No. I didn't. I, well, because he. I don't know. I just, well, now it, I don't know. I don't remember if they've ever, if they ever acknowledged him as her husband, but. I don't think they did. I can't did. remember now. The kid just calls him Neil, so. Fucking Neil. Uh, we also got David Crumholtz as Bernard Page Tamada as Judy the Elf and Peter Boyle as Mr. Whittle. I want to say something about David Crumholtz as Bernard. Just watched Oppenheimer again. My God, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything about him being a little weighty, but he looks like he's 65 years old in that that movie. Well, this did come out. I looked it up there. today. Me and Tiffany, when we were watching it on the couch, I was like, "Cause how old is he? 40s? He's 44. Yeah. In Oppenheimer, he does not look 44. He looks 65. Maybe they aged him. I think they did because. No, because how old? Like, yeah, because he's fuck? he was I think seventeen or no fourteen in this movie. He was born in seventy eight. He was only four. I would have I would have thought he was older. Yeah, he looked honest a little, to God. Yeah. I would have thought he was older. He seemed like the oldest elf 
there. And I mean, technically, he would have been. All those elves but are like 14. 10. He's tall and like he was taller than all of them, and he just looked older to me. Well, 14 now is not old, but when no, you're when like you're, my best friend's son is 13. You. He seems so much older than my friend's son. Well, think about to this me. too, like. The way people dress or style their hair nowadays, people look a little different than they did when we were kids. Yes, I just I feel like think about it. Look at look. I at feel baby like pictures. even thinking about myself at fourteen, he looked older than that. A little older to me, at least. Runtime ninety seven minutes. I think this type of movie could go a little longer, right? I want a little more explanation. Yeah, I mean, I want I, that that. I want them to tell me what's going on. I want the backstory. Well, I think that's why it had to be. Like, you don't want to leave anything out, you, but you still want to have the entertainment. Correct. And but I, also, they yeah. had to get through a year of events happening. 11, this, 11 months. This right. happens the span over until Thanksgiving-ish time frame. Well, no, they go back to Christmas, right? It's, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, when he goes back, it's right. like Thanksgiving-ish. So right, because like, they said, I expect you to be back at yeah. Thanksgiving. So it's it's Christmas to Christmas. So it's it's a whole year that they have to get through that movie. Correct. And they didn't want to just jump to, okay, he's Santa Claus. You have to show the transition. Yeah. Yeah, put on a little weight. I thought they did a good job without it looking like it jumped to him being Santa Claus and without dragging it too much. Well, they do do one. They do do. That first jump is pretty big. Well, I'm saying when he shaves and then it grows right back in. Dated for sure now, but it's funny. When I was watching it, I it I thought it was a little too soon that they made him I mean he was like coming back from Christmas break to work right and he was already like twice his size I wearing think, like. his sweats and they're like really yeah and a few extra also, cookies who comments on someone's weight like that well, my weren't, weren't god they in, aren't they in a uh he's developing like toys or something or, toys but but they're they're the people trying to make they decide sp- what the what they're gonna sell what they're gonna create and what they're gonna sell I just feel like you Regardless, I yeah. feel like you don't. You're not like Jesus. You got fat. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Haven't seen you in a week. That's what the fuck basically happened? what they did. And then he said the bee sting. Yeah. And when he orders all the food, she's like, "A bee sting." Right. It's a big bee. It's funny though. Also, they waited for him to finish his last bite. They could have started. Like, but it makes it funnier. I mean, it does. But I mean, they're the ones who ordered salad. I would have looked right at him and been like, "No one told you right. you had to get salad. Get whatever you want." I want some cookies and milk. Non-fat. Anyways, uh, release date, November 11th, 1994. It's my cousin's birthday and Veterans Day. I will say this. This feels a little too soon for it being a Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Well, you do get a lot of Christmas movies that come out like the week of Thanksgiving. So this is a smidgen early. Yeah, it's a smidgen early. I'm thinking they might have thought this might not do that well on or by Christmas. So let's put it even before, way before, unless there was other movies up against it that were mm-hmm. coming out that they're like. Oh, we I also honestly that. I can't remember like back then, if but we did like we used to have a family tradition where every year on Thanksgiving Eve. It was Thanksgiving Eve, or maybe it was like Black Friday, like the weekend of Thanksgiving or whatever. My family and my cousin's family, like we would go and see whatever one of the Christmas movies that was like one of the seasonal movies that was out that year. Like we did it for a chunk of years. It was like a tradition. yeah. I'm trying to think too, but I can't remember like because if we were gonna see it, if we were seeing these movies on on Thanksgiving Eve, that means they would have had to be out at least the week before Thanksgiving because movies come out on like Fridays, right? So. 
It weird. I, I don't know. It's weird to me. This also though it, the actual release, like the first release in Hollywood, was on November fifth. So even the week, yeah, earlier, like the premiere and stuff. Yeah. So box office that week, the top ten. Then when we get to the top three, you got to guess the order of those top three. Number ten, Love Affair. Yeah, no idea. Listen, we were six. Six. No, no. Well, we weren't watching no Love Affair. Yes. Ninety four. We were six. Six-ish. Yeah. I had just turned six. Right. <laughs> Two days before that. Ooh. Number nine, The River Wild. I feel like yes. I feel I think that's a Kevin Bacon movie. Is it? I think it's the they're like in the rapids and they're doing like the the fucking the rap the I mean the river wild sounds would make sense for the rapids I feel like. I feel like I'm going to have to look up a lot of these now. I do. I do. The river wild. No, I mean like you're looking at the list oh. does it seem like we're going to have Meryl Streep. Kevin Bacon, David Strathairn, Strathairn, Strathairn. Uh Aaron? Sure. Rafting expert Gail takes on a pair of armed killers while navigating a spectacularly violent river. That sounds fucking dope. Oh, there's a movie called River Wild that's out now, and I've actually, I've passed it a few times on Amazon or whatever. Benjamin Bratt was in it. What? But it's got Leighton Meester and Adam Brody in it. You know I love me some Adam Brody, but Adam Brody's like the dickhead. He's the bad guy. He plays guy. a good dickhead. Let's be real. And so I think I want to watch it. I, I did look and it didn't have great ratings, but I don't want that to deter me because sometimes people are judging differently, different things than Right, me. right, right. But Leighton Meester yeah. and him, aren't they a yeah. couple? I think that's cute that they did a movie together. Are they? I think they are. I think they're. I think they're married. And stuff. You said Adam Brody, right? Yeah, from the OC. I don't know. All I think about with her is uh, Gossip Girl. No. Um, oh. Yeah, they're a- married. Adam Sandler, fucking, uh, where she's fucking her brother. Oh, uh, uh, that's my boy. Yeah. With Andy Samberg. With your brother? Sorry. Yeah, they've funny. been married since 2014. Really? Yeah. Good for that. No right. kids. It looks like so. Just living Fuck their em. life. We don't need it. Adam Brody and yeah, Leighton Mister, but they're both in it, and they're not together in the movie. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah. like, they're yeah. in the movie. Okay, all right. number and eight. They're both main characters, but I, it makes me wonder if because it is they are on like a a rapid water like I mean, it, and it's maybe, called the same thing, so it maybe makes me it's wonder a, the same same or it's like the wonder if it's a remake or if it's just like mm, mm. I don't know, mm. don't know. Number eight, Forrest Gump. <gasps> Gold. <laughs> I would do a line, but I just I don't want to get canceled. Gold. Can't get canceled. Oh, there's so many though. Honestly, mama, 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 don't t- no. I can't do it. Mama said they're magic shoes. <laughs> so you never go full. Uh, can't even no. say that anymore. Can't. Forrest Gump didn't though. That's what I'm saying. You never go. No. Part Ma- of the bathtub. Mama said, that. but it makes me think. Like even though it's a part of the movie, every time I th- hear that line, I don't think of Forrest Gump. I think of waiting. Uh, when Ryan Reynolds comes up to Justin mm-hmm. Long, he's like, "Mama said, did my maggot shoes." Have you seen the she's sequel his face. to Waiting? No, I know there is one. I just feel like I don't want to watch it. I feel like it's probably trash. Yes. Yeah. But it's entertaining trash. Okay. Well, then maybe I have seen it come up, but I have never watched it's it. It's literally like the American Pie movies are like, yeah, good, and then they had like you know the spinoffs where you're like, I'd watch it, like the Naked Mile, and because yeah. I did like American Pie one, good, obviously solid. American Pie two, still. Pretty solid. American Wedding. It was okay. Yeah. There were some good moments. There's some dumb stuff. Silly stuff. Still the original cast, though, so cool. Once they started getting off into the other things, like American Pie Beta House or whatever, whatever, like the 
things right. they did, the Naked Mile, the the book. They did one about the book, right? Uh, book that of Love. Book there of, was uh, yeah, they, like uh, that's just too much. They there was uh, Band Camp. Band Camp, right? I just feel like why? Because I they mean, were for money, yeah, but I mean, but for, for money, yeah. but. And, and there was a stiffler in all of them. There's there such no a way that I, one day I'm going to look, maybe when I leave here, okay. I feel like there's no way that any of the movies after American Wedding got like 50% or higher. I just feel like they were trash. As I just, I like, like ratings, Rotten Tomatoes? like, yeah. Oh, hell no. I just feel like they were trash. Maybe audience rating, maybe some dumb people out there. No offense if you like those <sighs> movies, but maybe also, sorry, not people. sorry, they're trash. American Reunion, let's see what they got on it. That one wasn't great either. That's what I'm saying. I want to see what that, that got That one actually gave teeth. me so much anxiety. Really? Well, with the whole, like... He didn't do anything wrong, but he's trying to sneak the girl about oh, like yeah, the drunk because yeah. he's trying to help. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to get caught and he's not even doing anything. And I just, yeah. It's got a higher rating than I would think. Union? On, on reunion? Reunion on uh, Rotten Tees. Like higher than I would ever give it myself. And what I are you love looking up now? Uh, all of them. American. All of them. Can you just tell me all of them? <laughs> oh, and then they did a new one, which was Girls Rule. Book of Love, Beta House, Naked Mile, Band Camp. And yeah, that was it. American Pie. So if you look up American Pie film wow. series, just those four are considered in the film series. So American Did Pie you know Band Camp has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Naked Mile has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Beta House and Book of Love have no rating. So that People means... didn't even care enough to go read it. Yeah. <laughs> It has an audience score. It doesn't have a critic score because it only has three reviews. Wow. Which, and American Pie, we've done on the show, so we know that had, like, at least, it was, like, 60s or something. We're not talking great, but better. I mean, it's a genre-defining movie, too. Like, Let's see. What be was real. the second one? So, American Pie, since we have did it, we can say it. The second, 60, 61 across the board for audience and the critics. The second one has a higher audience rating than the first one. I think, but, I, I, think I know why. But worse critic rating. I think I know why. Just the one scene? Yeah. That's, one, that's my favorite scene in the movie. What, what'd she say? Where'd little Johnny go or Johnny West or something? That's, but you know, but it's what's funny is, the, I mean, obviously, maybe it's some other people's favorite scenes too. It's my favorite yeah. scene just because of the way the guys interact with each other. Oh, yeah. In that, just like the way, but... It has one of my favorite the walkie-talkie scene. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Has, but it has one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. And I read that, or I have seen. I I used to watch the uh, commentaries where the cast is doing that, like Jason and all yeah. of them are doing it. And they said that it was an ad lib scene, which made me love it even more. When they're in that house, and they're still hiding, and they're in the closet, mm -hmm. and Stifler says something, or they're they're trying to hide, and. Finch says something to him, but he calls him Steven. And his immediate reaction is, don't call me Steven. And it's just, <laughs> it's just so like yeah. simplistic. But and also Steven Stifler would, yeah. Don't call me Steven. Don't call me Steven. And it, but it, but I read that that was, I mean, it wasn't a line. He just, that's the, what he said back to him. There's also, and I don't know if it was from that same commentary track, but there's also when they're like kissing each other and he smacks his hand away. That was all ad lib. Yeah. Too. Well, he almost laughs. Yeah. You can see him yeah. almost laugh. It's great. Number seven. The Specialist. I don't know what that is either. So I remember looking this up today because I was like, what is that? What would it be? And it wasn't what I thought it was. It Spe sounds like an actor. 
action movie of some sort, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Yes. Is it? It is. Let's see. I don't think this was the one that came up when I looked for it. Sure, it's right. No, the next one is the one I looked up and I was like, that's not it. The Specialist is a movie with Sylvester Stallone and Sharon Stone. Mm. A woman entices a bomb expert she's involved with into destroying the mafia that killed her family. Ooh. 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Worth it. (laughs) I will say, out of all the 80s blonde people movie whatever i think sharon stone is the best actual actress from that she was pretty hardcore i even i even liked her in catwoman honestly like i know catwoman was a flop to a lot of people but she was the best part of the movie i liked catwoman i'm not gonna lie you can like whatever you want did Um, what's the rotten tomatoes score of catwoman it's probably not good see i want to start doing movies like that more on this show i know you like to pick pick well, no, I say I know you like to pick like movies that are like in depth and like whatever that we talk I've about. Back and forth, because I've picked some of the dumb ones too. Right, I just want to pick some shit movies to watch and just destroy it even more or have a good time with it. Yeah, Catwoman. We'll probably do it on this, but we're gonna say it anyways. It's got an eight percent on Rotten audience Tomatoes. or uh, critics. I'm not gonna say the audience. It's low. But, but better than that. <laughs> little, a little better. I just honestly, I really, I liked the revamped Catwoman suit. Suit kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I mean, she she's hot. Halle Berry's hot. I thought, but but yes, the movie itself, like the plot and everything, was kind of like really, really. There's uh one thing that's worse than that movie, and it's the video just game one? that they made. Well, I mean, like in that era. I don't think I played that. Like, if it was if it was like specific to that one, I don't it was. It's it. one of the worst. Like, made watch a video on it on YouTube just to see how bad. They just like oh, push dude, it out before it was so, ready. Or it's, it was like they said, "Hey guys, was there five of you here? Just make it." And they went, "Uh, okay," <laughs> and they made it, and it's bad. Mm. Number six, the war. So I looked this up to make sure this is a movie that has. Elijah Wood and Kevin Costner. A Vietnam veteran helps his kid battle over a treehouse while recovering from his traumatic war experience. What? It's got a higher rating than most movies we see on this show. On I mean, IMDb. I guess if he's looking for a purpose and wants to still be the hero, so he's helping his son. It's two hours and six minutes with this mission of 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 a treehouse. And Elijah Wood was. Old at that time, probably like our age. He's he's, he's a, a little older than us, isn't he? Uh, Nineteen eighty-one. So yeah, so he's seven years older, six years old. So years. he was like fourteen, thir- thirteen, thirteen. Probably at the time? thirteen. Yeah. Well, who knows when they filmed it? But yeah. Number okay. five. Okay. I did not know this movie existed, and who's in it, and how much money it made. Frankenstein. It's like a newer Frankenstein. Robert De Niro is fucking Frankenstein. That's what this my is why, reaction this is. 94, was. yes. Yes, 94. Robert De Niro is the creature. Helen, uh, Helena Duh. Bonham Carter is Elizabeth. Uh, Kenneth Brahan, who is pretty good, isn't it? Ian Holm is in it. John Cleese is in it. Mary Shelley's, Shelley's Frankenstein. That's it? That's the one you're talking about? Yes. It grossed $112 million worldwide. 
He doesn't look okay. So he doesn't look like Frankenstein, though. I guess I don't know. I've never seen it. Well, not the your typical Frankenstein. Like, like he definitely looks like someone who's been put together, but he doesn't uh, look like Frankenstein. Right. You know what I mean? He looks like someone that somebody would make fun of and call. He looks like Robert De Niro if he had his face put he back was, together. Yeah. It's funny though. Like I, I don't remember ever hearing about this movie. I don't either. I don't think. Weird. Number four. Another biggin. Pulp Fiction. Wow. Did it say how many weeks? Did you not look? I didn't look, but I know that uh, Forrest Gump was in its like 19th week. Well, I, I almost I almost asked back on Forrest Gump because I was like, there's no way it was new at that time. And it had been down at number five or whatever. Not five. Um, eight. Whatever right. it was. Let's see when did Pulp Fiction come out. We have We're uh, so invested October, in the top 10 this week, you guys. October 14th <laughs> is when it came out. So this is November, what did I say, 11th? 11th so, so that's already a month. a month, yeah. So that's still good for it. Yeah. So top three, no particular order. The Santa Claus is in it. Stargate, Interview with a Vampire. Which, when I looked it up, did you know that Interview with a Vampire was a different name, kind of? I did know that, but I don't remember what it was. But yes, I did know that. It was, what was it? Because it was like, it had it had another name. Uh, the Vampire Chronicles. I don't like that. Me neither. Interview with the Vampire, the Vampire Chronicles. Like, why the hell? Were they supposed to make another one? That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like Chron Chronicles. makes it sound like there should be multiple, multiple things. Right. And it, I mean, it's based off of the, the books and everything, but it's still Like weird. the Pepperwood Chronicles. The Anne Rice books or whatever. Right, exactly. A New Girl. When he's like, I think it could be a, a series. Well, it's called The Chronicles. Chronicles. So I assumed that you'd. <laughs> Emily will get that if she's listening. If she is. <laughs> hey, she says she's top, top. Uh, we'll see. Top podcast. So, yeah. Emily, if you heard this, you text me about that new girl reference. That's how I'm going to know if you listened. I'm waiting. I love you. Waiting. <laughs> All right. What do you think it is? All right. I think what week is. Stargate. I'm putting Stargate number three. Okay. But what week? So Santa Claus is number one. What week is um same date? Santa okay. Claus and interview with the vampire is the same date. It's hard because it's close enough to Christmas to where the Christmas movie could have taken. Right. And this is where I, I I come into like why would you release this movie, Interview with the Vampire? There, well, because it's not quite Christmas season yet, right? Okay, so then why would you put the Santa Claus here? And right after Halloween, they could have moved it up two weeks. Sooner. That's what I'm saying. I personally think it should go the Santa Claus interview with a vampire Stargate. Personally, not to take anything away from the other movies, I just think for the for the weekend of. Weekend. That's what I, that's the order I would choose to see them in. So it is, number one, Interview with a Vampire. Number two, Star, no, the Santa Claus and then Stargate. Okay, so, I mean, but again, it could have gone either way. They both came out that weekend. If Interview with a Vampire was in its second or third week, I would have felt more confident sure, yeah, putting yeah. it at number two. But... You're still, you're right, you are right in between Halloween and Christmas. It's a weird point. time. Well, not right between, but you know, or uh, 
Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving. Kind of, You're yeah. right between all, yeah. Halloween and Thanksgiving, which Thanksgiving week is usually Christmas movie season. So it's a little early for that. But Interview with a Vampire is a little late for Halloween. So it's like. It's weird. Budget time. What do we think it costs to make the Santa Claus? I so guessed on this. stuff. There's some stuff. There's some stuff. There's I mean, stuff. In, in the time, if you think about it, there are some like CG elements in here. There are some weird little, A little things they had to make. They had the to make 90s. the sets, the, mm-hmm. the North Pole set, which looks so different from the second movie to the first movie. It's kind of wild that they didn't just look at the first movie and then try to make like... I remember in the second movie, he goes into like his, his room, or maybe it's the third movie. I don't remember, but there's like a Santa Claus face uh, fireplace. But then in this movie, it's like such a small rinky dick room, and the, the puppets are next to the the thing. And the like, ah! Ah! <laughs> but those aren't there. Like, did he just go in and remake everything? And would he force the elves to do it? Also, in this movie, it's I know they say he's got eleven months to get his affairs in order. So does that mean after that he just lives in the North Pole forever? Yes, he does. Okay. Which is why Bernard says later when he's like, when the kid's like, I'm going to miss you. Like, I don't want to not see you. And Bernard's like, you can still see him whenever you want. He can come and visit whenever you want. Right. So does he have to land on that but thing? But why does he have to live there all the time? Because they did that first year without him living up there. That's what I'm saying. Can't he just go there for Thanksgiving like he always does? Right. Why does like he got to be there that, the whole like time? Like he did that year. What's he doing? Overseeing? That sounds like. Bernard's got this. They did just fine without him that year. Yeah, and then what I was getting into is every time he comes in, I know they change it and they show it in the second and third movie where he lands and then the elf has to come and put the code into the North Pole and then it lowers him down. Why did it change in the second and third movie to where it just opens and they fly in? Who's it's in charge of that? It's a new Santa. They don't even know him. He doesn't know the code. Yeah, but why would it be like that? They changed a lot of things when he came in. We saw that. So did he? Tim, so maybe he was like, <laughs> "Did he Tim Taylor everything?" This he's is like, too long for me to wait to get into the North Pole. Ridiculous. All right, budget time again. What do you think? <sighs> I don't think anybody else in this movie really could have been pulling a, as big of a salary. Technically. Technically, I mean, you got to think um, he is. This is ninety four. I would say this is maybe not the height of home improvement, but probably the height. I of feel home like improvement. it. I feel like. We need to start 91. I feel like it could have been for him. Probably. So, but really no one else that was like. There is nobody else in this movie. That's what I'm saying. So. Judge Reinhold, but he's not really in the movie. He still had. Gets his weenie whistle at the end. He still had stuff. They had to make the fireproof suit. They had to make the reindeer. Right. Which were all women. Were they? So. <laughs> so. Fun fact. They were all dudes. Um, reindeer, male reindeer lose their antlers in the in, in the winter. Season. Oh, in winter. Oh. So technically, but the females do not. So technically. Rudolph is a woman. All of them. Right. They all have antlers in all of the pictures and in all the movies and in all the stories. The reindeer in winter. Have antlers. Unless they're just... Magic. Right, and they don't have a sex. They're just reindeer. Magic reindeer. I'm just saying, technically speaking, real reindeer. Okay. I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, all their names could... Right. What's a name? I mean, Vixen's definitely a female. Oh, yeah. For sure. Dancers. Definitely a female. But some of them... But the other ones I feel like are... Blitzen? The other ones I feel like are unisex. 
Could have gone either way. Imagine naming your daughter Blitzen. Rudolph is definitely... Rudolph! I mean, it depends that on sounds, how you... <laughs> that sounds male. Notice I didn't, I didn't do the other salute. But to each their own. Yeah, I'm just okay. ta- I'm going based off science. Sure. So sci- scientifically speaking, how much money do you think it costs to do all that? <laughs> I'm going to say... And get female reindeer in there. Yeah, because they were real reindeer. I'm going to say... Been. Twenty-two million. Twenty-two million. I guessed thirty million. I want to ask a question before I tell you the number. Okay. How did you land on twenty-two? I actually almost said thirty, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't think it's quite thirty, but for some reason I didn't want to do twenty-five. Okay. So I went in between twenty and twenty-five. That's how I got twenty-two. Actual budget. Uh-huh. Twenty-two million dollars. There's nobody else here to find to see this, so maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. But right on the head, we need a buzzer for that. That literally was the we only. A- re- that was the. O- I almost said what you said. I almost said thirty. Yeah. But I was like, ah, eh, maybe not quite that much. Good job. I. Let's see if you're you're Wally's two for two. Say I'm a cheater, <laughs> and I should have said twenty-five just to. Well, to be although, fair, although had I said twenty-five. Maybe it would have been twenty-five. Cause... To be fair, we're on one hundred and forty-six episodes. I would say you've been here for. I know what I'm doing, guys. More than fifty-six episodes, so you, you've gotten. I know what I'm doing. Right, you've got, you've gotten, you got it down. I'm a good guesser. So, box office. Let's see if you if you are that good of a guesser. I feel like I do worse with the older ones because I just. It is different weird. time. Different time. Yeah. Um. Open to number box two. Office. Tim Allen. Box office overall. They made multiples. Number two. There's a TV show now. TV show. Obviously. I-, I wonder what residuals look like for this movie. I mean, now, granted, they hadn't made one in a long time. Um, Tim, I was like, I ain't doing nothing. What do we got? I want money. I'm going to say box office. I don't like this. Isn't like Marvel level or something. I'm going to say box office. Something. You got to get it because you're, you're on a heater. I'm not looking. It's a Christmas movie. Christmas movies are pretty. I'm gonna say one seventeen. One seventeen. I guessed one twenty. We're we're ball. right there though. To, right there. We're right there today. Opening weekend, it made nineteen point three million dollars. It's pretty good. That's good. That's, That's a good. good. That's almost good. its budget in its opening weekend overall. It made one hundred and ninety million dollars. Oh, we're off. Yeah, I mean, not we're that off. far off. I, I, I figured hundreds. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it would push two. So I'm impressed. And me too. I didn't. I'm yeah, I, I wouldn't think it'd be up there. Now, the main thing here is what did the Santa Claus two make? Load page page. Come on. One hundred and seventy-two million. Still, still impressive, especially for a Christmas movie. I feel like still not bad, not bad there at all. Let's see what the Santa Claus three made. Oh, and for three, they brought in Martin Short because they were like, we might need some star, but we now made some additional entertainment. I invented Joe. That made one hundred and ten million. So down the kind of down the the line Got there. Down on that one. But, I mean, that's still not bad. No, and like I said, for a Christmas movie, it's not like people are watching this all year long. <laughs> that only had a $12 million budget? 
the third one? Seem like I mean, a lot I know more Tim going could, on. I mean, salary wise, they neither were probably playing, pay, getting paid what they would have in the nineties. True, but, but I just felt like that movie. They did more stuff. I feel like yeah, the stuff stuff. Maybe stuff stuff got cheaper though. I know what movie you should do next week. I'm not going to tell you what movie to do. Am I picking next week? Yes. So start thinking about it. Uh, it might be a Christmas movie with Tim Allen in it as well. I'm not trying to steer you there, but start thinking. Uh, Tomatometer time. The Rotten Tomato score. The writing tease. Critics and audience. We got a guess out of 100%. What do you think? Both at the same time. I don't care. I feel like the pressure is on now. Mm-hmm. Did it to yourself? Okay. I'm going to say audience. Audience. 72. 72. Okay. Critics? I mean, I can't see critics hating it. I can see some critics being like, I don't like Tim Allen and his... Shtick, right? In the 90s, though, still, even? People weren't... But I also... It's a holiday movie, and I feel like people aren't probably putting a lot of thought into... Mm. At least back then. Back then. The holiday movies. I feel like they were like, it's fine. Maybe. Um, But I wouldn't say they'd hate it, either. I'd say audience... seven. What did I say? You said 73, I think? 72? 73. 70-something. 70 Roll 70, tape. We'll say 73. Okay. Because I don't remember now. Um... Critics, six, 60. 60. 60. So I guessed audience, 80. I'm like, everybody loves this movie. Uh, critics, I guess, 72. So yeah. still same, yeah, same range-ish. Yeah. So IMDb, we're just going to throw that out there, give it a 6.5. Okay. Audience score, 66. A little low for me. A little low, I, thought, I think. Critics, 73. So I... I said 73. I was off. For my My, like, abilities yeah. were, like... You switched them. Switched them. Mm, whatever. Interesting. Yeah. No. I feel like I mean, I'm not mad little... at it, but I would have thought audience would have been higher. A little higher. A little yeah. Higher. So, favorite character time. What do we What do we got? Comet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was too quick, but okay. <laughs> I see it. It was, like, the attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know why they landed on Comet being that yeah, yeah, yeah. the the main reindeer, but um, yeah, I just thought she was of course she was uh, I liked her sass, but I still like that she appreciated him and gave him the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like in case he fell off the roof right right how nice thing. but we don't care about the other Santa Claus. We didn't learn any lessons from no, all the she other didn't ones. Like that one. We. Uh, um, maybe I wonder if mean. that maybe yeah. What if that was like the whole deal? And they like like I said, if they made this movie as kind of darker, they went into it like yeah, fuck that guy. We pushed him off the roof because we wanted him out of here. Mayhaps. Mm. Mayhaps. My favorite character. It's 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 got to be Tim. I mean, yeah. Right after Comet would be Tim. Sorry, Scott Kelvin. Also, what's the chances of getting? A Santa Claus with Listen, the same. I know, because that works so well for him too. Like, Unless, hold the on, PJs and anything else. Unless there's bigger magic at play here, and only somebody who puts on the cape has to be no. So if cause, someone, because um, Jack Frost is, J, is not just JF, unless his had, real name. But he had his own magic, right? But unless his real name was something else. But also that would so then if Steve Charles. But if that was the case, then when that Santa fell off the roof, what would happen? He would just. Well, he wouldn't have get felt back up. up, and he would right. It's not. It's not an S. Uh, an SC, so I'm we're good. Here. Right. <laughs> also, he was making a lot of noise for being somebody who's supposed to a be row is such a ladder. <laughs> I never really put that together. Okay, I want. I gotta. 
I gotta kind of admit something. Every time I watch this movie, it's on TV, so I catch it wherever I catch it, okay. and then wa- and keep watching. So I watch it. it. Like I said, this is my this is one of my top tiers, so I watch it every season. Sure. I haven't seen the beginning of this movie in a long, long oh, time. Okay. I completely forgot they went to Denny's, and then they sat there, and he's like, "You burn turkey too," and the guy's like, "Ha ha ha." With his hand, right? And they're out of like everything. Yeah, I time. don't. I like. I was like, "What is Regu- this? Is this new to me?" Like, I didn't remember. And the Regular funny thing too is, fine. the funny thing too is, I immediately recognized that they were in Toronto filming this because when they drive into that Denny's, the next store to it is the beer store. They only have that in Canada. In the street that they they do the wide shot on, I was like, well, that's Toronto. That's 100% Toronto. But where are they supposed to be? Chicago. That's what I thought. So mm-hmm. why, Chicago, um, Toronto, Windy City. But why couldn't they film in Toronto? So a lot, of, a lot of movies film movies. in Canada because not just winter movies, just general movies because money is a little, American dollars spend more up there and you get bigger tax cuts from doing that. You know, there are some... Um, also, it's less busy and more people don't care. There are some game shows filmed like in Ireland. Oh. There's a lot of shows that are filmed if you're going like outside and stuff to get like cool shots over everywhere. Like, um. Not America because America sucks. Like the, fo- like the, some of the Fox ones. Like, I said it. Like, don't forget the lyrics, Speech Shazam. Like, those, those are like, they film in Ireland. I don't think I watch any reality TV anymore. I just like the music ones. You know what? I, this could be a bad bad thing i've been watching american chopper again cute i know mm-hmm. i don't know why i don't either like seriously i just i think it's bec- them just arguing with each other and it's hilarious and just reliving it because i I'm watched not, all of it. i'm not to be honest in general i am not a reality tv person um i've watched i i, I do not watch the bachelor the bachelorette Keeping up with her kid, the Kardashian. Like I, I've never been. That's not my thing. No. Um, the only show that I've had a guilty pleasure in that was a reality show like those mm-hmm. in recent years was Love Is Blind, and okay. that's because at first I liked the concept of it. I thought it was an interesting concept. Same with The Voice. I watched a, like a good chunk of the first few seasons of The Voice. Interesting concept. Nobody knows what you look like. Blah blah blah. Um, but then Love is Blind, it just it's another one that just became way too reality TV ish where you have all the drama and stuff. And I'm just right, like, right. I'm okay, I don't I don't care about that. Um but I like the game shows. Are you watching the Squid Game I on like, Netflix? No. Why not? But I I don't know. What? I don't although Why I do fo- I follow a guy that was on it. I keep seeing him come up on reels and stuff. Yeah, you know? I follow. The, uh, Watch it; it's pretty good. Eric, or his, he's Irish or whatever, but he's he's mm-hmm. on it. He's yeah. one of the Irish guys on okay. it. But he so he's posted. I guess the, the whatever. I don't know anything about. I never even watched Squid Games. Watch or it, whatever. Like watch the show. it. Like you'll I be, didn't you'll watch be, the show. You will be sucked in immediately. I cannot do. Yes, you can. Immediately, you'll be sucked in. I'm telling you. But listen. Watch it. He was. So he was talking, he made a post about like, you know, because finally his episode came, because it was one of the shows where they don't release all the episodes at the time, mm-hmm. or at the same time or whatever, um, which is what they do with Love is Blind and stuff now too, like a lot of those shows. And he's Irish and people were commenting, I cannot believe the other Irish guy did not save you. Like, cause like, I don't know anything about the show, but right, I guess right. like, we're supposed to be people were picking yeah. people to, and they were like, uh, there were so many people of his followers that were so like, what the hell? Like, That's not funny. even like the national like right, right. respect of from no, the same you're, country. You're out for yourself. 
trying to win all that money. But I do like name that tune. Okay. I like don't forget the lyrics. And I like Beach Zam. I'm good at those. Okay. I can smash that shit. Musical shows. I've got it. It's your jam. And I get so mad at people well, I mean, when you, they don't know. You're, you should be into it. I you're, agree. You're but like, mm -hmm. especially when don't forget the lyrics, like they'll be ready to lock in the lyrics, Steve. And they've got like one word, like instead of the, it was like a, like the mm. smallest. And I'm like, okay, yeah. no, like I'm getting so mad. You fucked up. <laughs> I just love it. Back to what we're supposed to be. Yeah. Santa Claus, what's your favorite scene in this movie? <laughs> Um, there's a lot of good ones. Honestly. There is. I mean, this movie also, is sceny. Real quick, like if you're watching us, you'll see the clip that Steve just oh, yep. played. But I need to acknowledge Tim Allen's legs. For he's a got. Second. He's got some. He had yeah. some good legs. Like he he was doing some, some. Them legs were in shape. But like when he's on the roof in his boxers because he's they're like you have maybe to put he on knew the, and he's like I gotta do some like crunches or he something. He was in good or, shape. Tim Allen in the 90s had his shit together. Good for him. Physically. Good for him. Well, he was doing a lot of physical comedy too, right? So maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, favorite scene. It is hard to pick. This is movie. I mean, it's not a long movie, but there's a lot going on and here. And it's like I said, it's it's in my top tier. So there's a lot of things I like about this movie. Sure. Um, favorite scene. I mean, I really like a lot of his interactions with Neil just because it's really it's funny. Really funny. Um, I mean, I, I honestly think the whole the first time they're in the North Pole, like not when they first get there, but 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 that chunk of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because of multiple things. Like yeah. I like Judy with her hot chocolate and I like the the puppets and I like, you know, the polar bear walking down the street and I like um you know him being like what if I choose not to believe and and they all just <gasps> what and they all yeah and, but I also love and I I crack up every time he did so just like the physical comedy of it was perfect when he shows him the clause on the back of the card and it shows him reading it and he's like mm. right yeah, yeah. like it, with the thing all zoomed in on his face and he's trying to like yeah, read yeah, the yeah, thing yeah that's funny it's just really he did it really it's well. Tim Taylor, is what it is. Let's they just, be real. I yeah, I just really like this movie. Then there's a lot of there's a lot of quality parts. There's a lot of funny parts. There's a lot of like Neil parts. His sweaters alone, I feel like, are were a character. Yes, that's something no one talks about. All His every sweaters. through the entire movie, it's not like oh, it's a holiday season. And she I never wear it. stopped him. No, good for her. Like, but he even says at one point when they say something about it. I think Tim maybe says something about it, and he's like. You were right about the sweater. <laughs> Says it right to her. So clearly, yeah, yeah. she has made comments about the sweaters. But she doesn't tell him no, or stop him. So that's a, that's a good way. Honestly, mm -hmm. those some of those sweaters would have probably hit today. Oh, yeah. They'd be expensive. Oh, my God. And with some, like a sweater with some leggings and some boots. So cozy. Cozy. Like at a, a ski resort or something or <laughs> in a nice, cabin. Go to a nice ski resort. I would rock them. So I'm trying to think mine too. I, I purposely didn't write anything here just because I wanted to talk and see and maybe if you know something would be like oh I remember this. Or I mean this I did like the Winnie whistle too. But it, the Winnie whistle is great because like, it comes full circle to somebody who doesn't care and then you can see I will give full credit to Judge Reinhold in that scene. He looks like a child at that moment. That's hard. Just like lights up. Right. Yeah. That is hard. I mean, to act. she too. When she like she puts her hand on it, and she's just like, "Yeah, this is real. This is in my lap right now." And the wild thing is, that's 
her ex-husband, but now she's like Santa Claus. Like yeah. it's it's kind of wild. And then they obviously get to it in later movies, and it's they're fine. But it's still weird. Like that's got to be so weird. Like this is a dude who. And let's when be real. He, when he's like Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Like but a forty-year-old man. He is a piece of shit at the beginning of this movie, right? It, it's obviously he's in not its, present. He puts his work first, which is probably why their marriage fell apart. I so, mean, like also look at Jungle to Jungle. Same fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Seriously. But I don't know what Christmas. Right. I don't know what it was about the nineties, but every movie was about a dude who's a piece of shit and then c- becomes not a piece of shit. Weird. What are they trying to say something? Like maybe. maybe dads are pieces of shit, but in reality they'll be fine. They'll come around. Maybe a lot of people didn't have know. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I think my favorite My dad's part, awesome. Oh, I don't know. We didn't have that problem, right? We had we had relate. good dads. I basically, my dad was Tim Taylor, basically, so. There you go. You had, yeah, you got, you had to look up to, um, I'm just trying to think, because again, this movie is so good and so well paced, so well done. There's no real part that I'm like, eh, I like this whole movie. And this is, yeah, a holiday movie where if it's on TV, this is what I'm doing. And it doesn't get old. The other ones, I just don't want to watch. You know, they just feel too goofy or too. Not serious, if that well, makes even sense. Well, like even like Santa Claus too. like I hate the reindeer in it. Right. Chet. Chet? Yeah, why do you got to get new reindeer? I mean, I love that his name is Chet. Sure. But... And he's a goofball. But it's like, come on. What? And we're just going to ride Chet? No. Down to no. the States? That's not how we do this. Also, I do we're... like when he eats all the candy, though. And he's also like... them being like, I thought this was Canada. Fucking stupid. <laughs> um, like as it was. Dude. I'm going to go... With the scene in which the Santa Claus falls off the roof. Just because if you're watching this for the first time and that happens, that's the point in the movie where you go, what the fuck is going on here, right? It takes you out of, okay, I kind of know what's going to happen. The movie's called The Santa Claus. Sure, he's going to become... Dude, he died. (laughs) He fell off a roof. He vanished. And then waved goodbye. Disappeared. And then figuring out that it is a clause, not whatever. And just how he puts the the coat on because Charlie said put a coat on you know put the coat on let's go up there and it's like, like you have to do this right we need a ladder boom there's a ladder with the rose such a, yeah. cla- uh, uh, such now, a ladder now is that because he said that or is that I love how he's like see dad I told you it was <laughs> okay here's the one thing I want to say and I didn't put this in my fun facts but we're going to say it there is a fan theory a very big fan theory about this movie that when Charlie goes to sleep Everything afterwards is all a dream. Not real. Yeah. Right. We are seeing the rest of the movie, the rest of the three movies, the fucking TV show. It's all a dream. And either he's in a coma (laughs) and he got cancer or died or something or whatever. And this is all we're seeing. Probably. We don't even know if he ate. He said he didn't want anything. He got the milk. Maybe it was bad milk. They were out of chocolate and it's not really what he wanted. so. So everything that's happening is a dream. And that's one of the biggest points of. Why would there be a ladder exactly company saying how he interpreted what they were saying, mm-hmm. right? So it's in his mind. He's coming up with these things, and he's the one who's pushing the plot forward, telling his dad to do these things. So it's his dream. I kind of like that. And that would be cool if, like, at the end of, let's say, the third season of, like, the Santa Clauses, he wakes, he up. wakes up in a fucking hospital bed from a coma with a beard on. just. Or- <gasps> Hear me out. Uh oh. Because Santa knows all. That's his That gift. Santa was there at that house for a reason. He didn't fall. 
Mm-hmm. He was passing it on. He was like, this is, what they, this is what they need. Or this is all in preparation for Charlie to be Santa Claus. And they need to do Tim first. But they're not. They're He's not dreaming it, but it's all like premonitions and whatever for the magic to fully he make him into he's Santa Claus. Go family business in the right. very first movie. Right. So what if it's like to get him ready for it, and then boom, in the second movie, he's not about it anymore, right? And it's like, oh, it's I testing him. I never had him. my dad. My right. dad's about all these other kids. Right. And it's testing him to get him ready to like, well, this is what's going to happen if you if you do want to take up the mantle of being Santa Claus. It's always been about you, Charlie. And then in the third movie, they have a kid, and that's not about him anymore, and it's all this stuff. It, I'm, look, I got, I got, this could be something. Just saying. Have you watched the show? No, I will not watch the show. Yeah, I don't think. Any what the fuck moments. For me, it's obviously the Santa Claus falling off the roof. This is also your favorite <laughs> right. part. So, I mean, well, it is a what the fuck moment because I do feel like there are holes there. There are, there are questions that you can't answer. True. Um, but I also think, like I said earlier, one of the what the fuck moments to me is how quickly his body was changing because I don't think they needed to do it that quickly. He had 11 months. They could have built up to it. Yeah. Instead of all of a sudden him just being Santa Claus or like, after like a month. Right around Thanksgiving, it's like, oh, you ate a lot for Thanksgiving. Oh, or shit. Or gradually, <laughs> like I said, yeah. like, you know, like why did he, by fucking February, not even, by January, he's already. Right. A Santa big guy. Claus. Well, I think they it, they did it for the jokes. Sure. Right. But. I get it. Yeah. Make him gradually turn into Santa Claus. He doesn't need to overnight just be a fat, jolly guy with a white beard. Oh, my God. When they dropped off the list, too, and it was just boxes and boxes. And Okay. Are those people not elves? Because they weren't. So what did they think that was? They didn't think that was odd? I mean, all they said was, we have a delivery. Right. He signed it, and then they they were like, we're not taking him back. There were like, what, three, four trucks or something? It was a bunch of trucks. So imagine every kid in the world, right? How many names that would be. How and long that list. And it's a sheet list... of paper. Yeah. And, and on that one sheet of paper, there was probably at least over 20 names on that list. A lot of boxes. So and how are you, you going to have the time? Is that the time? That, that's what he's doing for 11 months? One of the things about Santa... Put a um, naughty, nice, nice, naughty, nice. Like these movies. Sure. Where Santa is real. Mm-hmm. And adults are realizing right. Santa is real. Are there not presents on Christmas morning that they go, I didn't buy these? It's part of the magic. So they don't, they don't know. They think they bought them? Right. Okay. That's what I've heard. Because I had the same thought. Like, so these just show up you know, like, and then they go... Like the puppy! Right. Who's did you get, get a puppy? No, did Where you? Did this puppy come from? Why didn't we talk about it? Where did this live creature right, come right. from? Now we got to deal with home. this. Now yeah. we have to take care of it. Like, well, there's there's some the one thing to be said about it is if you're in you know family and you, you know there's that meme that goes around like the dad seeing the Christmas presents for the first time too like oh look what we got you like okay sure so he's gonna be like oh good, just another good demonstration of how much moms do <laughs> right but yeah good present mom and she's like I didn't fucking get that what do you yeah good present like okay. But the whole thing is it's supposed to be magic to make them not think or to think that they bought so that it for them. So parents remember that, doing exactly. it. Exactly. Now, the other thing, too, because you can say this, how do you get down a chimney if there's no chimney? Well, we well, see how that, that works, right? So, same thing. They don't explain, the, don't explain the present thing. Do they, do they need to? Now, in another movie that I watched recently, oh. that Santa 
says that he still visits the kids who need him. Oh, so he doesn't go to, are we talking about Violent Night? Okay, I didn't, get, I didn't get to that point. He says that. Well, okay, I got to the point where it was like, yeah, he was turning away from the house and then he sees a little girl. And he's because, like, oh, well, know. so, okay, not to spoil it, but they, it, which is a very minuscule part, but they have a conversation and she says, but my parents said that you're not. Right. And he said a lot of parents think that. And, and she's like, how could they think that if you're still... Right. And he goes, well, I go to where the kids need me. So with that thought... They're not going everywhere. He's going, yeah, he's not going to every kid. Right, 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 right. Because those parents do not carry on the illusion anymore. Or those parents can afford or are buying those the, their kids enough See, stuff. I think that's way better. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're not having to hit everybody. I mean, I still think there has to be some magic because even the... The parents who are not buying their kids a lot of stuff, they're going, right, the fuck? <laughs> or they're not paying attention because they they need to be there. Yeah, right. Cool. I thought that was a good way to explain it, though. Yeah, because hey, I thought if I I I because I had that same thought when I was watching that movie mm-hmm. before we decided to pick the Santa Claus because mm-hmm. I was like, that's a because so many movies mm-hmm. I've had that thought where I'm just like, how can parents be so oblivious to the fact that he exists when new presents show up? Right. That they did not buy. They're just there. Just like, mm, did you buy that? No, did you buy that? Hmm, maybe grandma? I'm I don't just know. saying, nobody's questioned it. Maybe so grandma? Like... It's grandma. The fun facts of the fucking week. One of the children in Charlie's class during present, uh, Parents' Day is an elf with pointed ears, which can be clearly seen when Charlie pulls the snow globe out of his back pocket. Sorry, his backpack. When Charlie tells the class that his dad is Santa Claus, the elf boy is the only one who doesn't laugh. In fact, throughout the whole movie, most of the kids in the background scenes have elf ears in public places if you look hard enough. Well, I mean, it's really noticeable when, like, the cops are at their house. Right. And stuff. You can see, I mean, before they well, show they're showing that, Before yeah. that, though. Yeah, yeah. You can see them. You notice them before they show well, them. I think from that the was, and I always thought this. I I believe that was the culmination of, if you were paying attention, that they're finally coming out to be like we are here, right? Where if you are paying attention and looking in the background, they've been there the entire movie mm-hmm. through that eleven months, checking on him, making sure he's doing the right thing or whatever, just to see if it is Scott Calvin should be you know Santa Claus. That's how ta- I took. We it. haven't talked about the elves. The the. Ah, fuck, what was it? The emergency? No, what was it? it it's something. It's yeah. the emergency. Li- yeah. I don't and they know. got, they got like Elves pixie dust on them and stuff. Attitude. <sighs> for for me, cool. for me, this in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, like there's parts that just intersect for me, like the part where they're in the, the cop shop picking up Santa and all that. Same thing for me with same thing in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. I don't know why it just melds the together. The elves were a little cringe. A little bit. That elf, when he's like elves with... Elves. But I did like the magic, the tinsel. Yeah. That, that, takes that, the was, tinsel yeah, that was For one week in November 1994, Tim Allen had the number one movie at the box office, the number one rated television show, and the number one rated New York Times best-selling book titled Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. What? What is that book about? Men being men, probably. You realize that his whole stand-up shtick was that men are better than women, and women are stupid, and all this shit. I know. That's why I... I, There are parts of me that hate that I connect him to my dad, because my dad is not that person, but... No. You don't connect him 
Allen, you connect Tim Taylor. And that's what I do. But it has now made me connect. Like, when I see Tim Allen in other movies, I think of my dad. Which is fine. So inadvertently. But you're not, you're not, you're still not thinking about Tim Allen. You're thinking about the characters he's playing. But still. Right? So, and that's where I disassociate as well, because I don't like, some of his stand-up is funny. There's some good jokes in there. There's some good stuff in there. But I don't, the sexist stuff is no here nor there with where we are at today. In that, you know, 80s, 90s, early 90s, that was how people viewed things. I mean, let's be real. A lot of people still view things that way. It's not right. Shouldn't be that right. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be that way. But it is. There are some funny jokes. And it's okay to laugh at it. You don't have to believe it. But Steve, all the other stuff. Steve, broken clock is still wrong twice in a day. Yeah, you're right. So. Right. <laughs> still right twice in a day. <laughs> so it's also wrong. I mean, it's wrong twice in a day. Too. It's wrong all day. I didn't say anything until it gets wrong you. there. So... <laughs> what I'm trying to say is once he got off the deep end and like all this Trump stuff and all his right wing agendas and all this stuff, and it's like, come on, guy, home improvement, which still has some sexist things in it. We've talked about this before. Jill is there to nip that in the butt. right? Yeah, because she really was. He he may have been. Uh, she was the boss of that fucking house mm-hmm. like she was. And she took no shit. Mm-hmm. Now, she let him do his thing and have fun and. Whatever, but she's still, hey, mm-hmm. shut up. Tim Allen has a criminal record, and Disney has a strict no hiring of ex-cons policy. An exception, though, was made in this case. Yeah. Probably I because mean, he, he, was a, record, he was on a he was on a Disney show at the time, because Home Improvement was being filmed on the Bonavista lot in California. The role of Scott Calvin was written with Bill Murray in mind. I don't like it. After reading the script and being offered the lead role, Murray declined, saying he didn't think it suited his humor. I agree. Smart on him. I agree, and I also don't see him as as a a father figure. I don't see him as Santa either. Um, And I know that that's not fair because he's you know played a lot of different roles, Mm -hmm. but I just don't see him as that. I would like to have seen the movie with him in it. But I don't think it would be good. It wouldn't have. Come, it would have been a whole different vibe, I think. Yeah. And I agree with him. I think. I think that his humor is not right for that. I think that in some of the parts, it could have been. Like well, I think. I think that he could have delivered a lot of that fine. But I, I just you think about him and stuff like Ghostbusters and. Well, think of Scrooge, and, right? Well, that's what. I, and yeah. Scro- I mean, he's had so Groundhog Day. Freaking! I mean, he's he he does have range. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does have it. I, you need. Tim Taylor in this movie. That's what works. So, On older releases of the film, Tim Allen made a sarcastic remark in the movie which included the line, 1-800-SPANK-ME. During the film's release, a woman from near Cleveland, Ohio, called the supposedly fictional number for her curious grandchildren. It turned out to be a phone sex line. However, it wasn't until 1997 when Disney received complaints from parents whose children called the number and racked up huge phone bills, did the studio take action and cut the line for future releases. Disney also said that they would purchase the phone number to disconnect the service. This part of the film is also cut in the DVD's release and on Disney Plus on television broadcasts. The number is changed to 1-800-POUND. So, fun. Fun, fun. Very fun. (laughs) Final decision time. Out of 10, what would you give it and why? And is this a must-watch, a recommend, or a skip? So, you can take my overall reading. 
Okay. But I'm going to give you two because I'm going to give it my rating as a Christmas movie. Yeah, and that's fine. You can do that. And I'm going to give it as a rating as if I was not watching at Christmas time. Sure. If we're not. Because I feel like movies like this, and we've talked about this with our October movies mm -hmm. too, where like there are some movies where like in October they're fine to watch, but as movies, May. not great. Right. Like overall. Sure. You want that spooky vibe, but. Yeah. Right. Um, I would, as a Chris, as a holiday movie, it's on my top tier list. So okay. it's, it's, it's a, this is a 10 out of 10 Christmas movie. For okay. Me. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. I've not given any other movie a 10 out of 10 as a regular movie. You have not, no. As a Christmas movie. 10 out of 10 for me. It's in my top tier. As a movie. 8 out of 10. All right. Still high. Yeah. I still give it a good one. Yeah. Because I can't think of anything that like is bad but it's not it's it's not like you know we're these are oscar worthy performances or it's or it's really like deep and thought provoking sure, sure, sure. it's got character growth it's got funny parts it's got meaning but i think it loses a little bit of it outside of the holidays because yeah, i mean yeah it's gimmicky i mean it's right. it's it's you know it's called the santa claus yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can watch it whenever but but it's some be of the better, points you know? it gets are because tim allen does it so well it's also because of the whole play on the Santa Claus. Right. Thing, if you I were like to look that. at Home Alone versus this, while they're both Christmas type holiday movies, you can still watch Home Alone whenever. You could, yeah. But this this is this is, you know, this is a Christmas movie. Sure. So must watch? Recommend? I you think if you haven't seen this movie, yeah. yes it's a must watch, especially at Christmas time. I I would I would say that. Cool. I think if you're not gonna watch it at Christmas time, I you know, I would recommend it. But, you know, Tim Allen. watch it in December. Of course. Yeah, I have to. And if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing what are you with doing? you? Do you li not like Christmas? <laughs> you not seen it? Right. Like so I'm going to read what I wrote here from my review. I grew up on Home Improvement. Tim Allen was the TV dad, and now he is Santa. Like, this was a perfect match. This is now, to me, just like a Christmas story and will be revered as a holiday classic for generations to come. The movie has wit and charm throughout and just enough goofy Tim in it to always make me laugh. There is a reason this will be on TV every day this month. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10, and this is a must-watch for Christmas and a recommend for just everybody. Steve, we were we were on it today. Yeah. Same score. 8-8. Eight, eight. Same vibes. I mean, I don't think you can give this movie a bad review. And anybody who gives it a bad review just doesn't like Christmas. Like Christmas. That's I, I'm actually surprised by the audience rating on it. I mean, not that 66 is bad. If this was any other movie, we would think, decent. That's, right, that's right. a yeah. good rating. Yeah. I just think... Christmas time. If, if you're on. judging it outside of Christmas time, why are you rating it at all? So I can't believe that as a Christmas movie, it would be rated so low by audiences. I agree. Yeah. And again, not that 66 is low. That's a, that's a perfectly respectable rating. But why is it not higher? Right. But but why? But why is it not why? higher? Why did the critics understand here? Yeah, I don't know. And y'all didn't. Up. Let's get the, get on that Rotten Tomatoes. Naughty bump up that score. list. So next week, we continue our holiday selections with mm -hmm. Tara's pick. She's right. going to look totally on her phone. I am. While she does that, anybody who's out there listening or watching, if you want to give us a like, a favorite, a subscribe on YouTube, that would be great. If you want to give us a comment to tell us what movies we should do next, throw them in. We'll uh, put them in the list and we'll get to them. Uh, again, if you want to follow us on our social medias, at The Decision Real, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Tic Tac, we're on there. We'll throw up a video Tic -tac. here whenever we find Ooh, it. Again, Tic -tac. YouTube, same, YouTube, same thing. At the decision reel, 
Uh, find us where you can. Get some merch on our website, t-shirts, spanks, hats. Spanks. Other t-shirts. Is that a thing? Oh, leggings, whatever. Uh, yeah. Tara, what do you got? Still looking. It's got to be a holiday movie. I know. I'm trying to decide if I want to pick that one I was talking about earlier where I said it's a newer one, but it's got the it's got Dan, Dan Levy. Levy in it. I um, want to... There's a movie I would want you to do, and I figured you kind of would pick it, but I don't think it's on your your level right what now. What is it, then? I mean, it, it kind of correlates to this movie. I, well, I, you, I assume you're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, uh-huh. Tim Allen. Yeah. I don't dislike that movie. Okay. I, st- I still watch it during the holiday season, but it's not one of my... N- need to watch it do I want to pick one of my need to watch it's your pick holidays we want something to digest and talk Is about Josh and have a good time week? probably yeah well I, we got to see about because Wednesday but whatever because I kind of I kind of feel like I would want everybody here for this one. Oh, jeez okay I'm gonna pick it I don't think it's been we did not do it last season so if you were doing this before I was on, I don't remember, but um I mean we can look it up, but I would know. Okay. You guys are gonna hate me. We're gonna do them up at Christmas Carol. Oh, we have not, and I will gladly do We that are movie. gonna do them up at Christmas Carol. And I again, I'm watching now two of my top tiers way sooner than I would normally. But you can keep watching them again. But I will and which I probably would. Right. Yeah. But I yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that. Because I also feel like that's different from a lot of stuff we've done, not just Christmas wise, but like, come on. Yeah. Michael Caine's in it, right? There's some music. Yeah. And there's it's some. Michael there's some. There's some singing in yep, it. Yep. Yep. So it's a musical, it's got, it's but got it's still hot. for everybody. It's Muppets. No one's picked. Has anyone done a Muppet movie yet? We have not. I mean, Walter's the only one picking cartoons, I feel like, at this point, but I'm. Yeah. I don't think I picked anything. The first. Though. Muppet. Muppet vibe. The first puppet movie. I do have a couple animated movies on my list. He keeps take, stealing, like, the moment. Oh, well. We'll get there. We got time. So, yeah, I, next week, I Muppet. was thinking Nightmare Before Christmas. That was the other one I was between, but... I've never seen that movie. That's another reason I want... Because I, yeah. I know you've said that to me before. Never but. seen it. Maybe we'll do a... Have you not seen this movie? I don't know. Whatever. Oh. Anyways, thanks for listening. Next week, Muppets. I'm here for puppets. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>